The Money Podcast by best-selling author of Money, Rob Moore, dives into how to make, manage, and master money. How to know more, make more, and give more. How to save, invest, and raise money. The Money Podcast is for anyone who wants to make more money in a job, profession, or passion. For money masters and money disasters. They say money doesn't make you happy. Rob says it does. So I am going to hit you with one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten um, strategies and tactics around creating multiple streams of income. Um, most of this will be around multiple streams of online income. I'm probably going to go for about 35 minutes of um, I've taken my son to golf for the first time in a long time because of the lockdown. That's exciting. Okay, so the first thing about creating multiple streams of online income is you have to set to forget and you have to work hard enough not to have to work hard. Now, I know I shouldn't have to tell you this, but I want people to have a very realistic expectation as well as be ex- excited for the future and the opportunities. Um, But, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day. You don't plant a seed and expect a tree to be there the next day. And if you want to build something um, leveraged, residual, passive and online, it's very possible, um, but based on your strategic approach, um, but it it takes time and work and effort um, and really to build assets. So I'm not shy and scared of hard work. I'm sure you're not. In fact, I really enjoy doing, um, you know, a good day's work for being an entrepreneur. Makes me feel fulfilled and valuable. Um, But because of this lockdown, I actually think you now have a better opportunity. And I'm going to give you a bit of a case study of my own business. So before the lockdown, we would do anywhere from 15 to 20 million pounds in top line revenue per year, which is cash in the bank and payment plans. So technically turnover. Um, And we would do about 850 event days. So live courses uh, in our training facility. The training facility has about four rooms, anywhere from what? Five rooms, in fact. There's one small one, 20 people up to... 300 people in a training suite. Um, And so we would do on average two and a half event days a day, 850 training days a year to create a 15 to 20 million pound business. Um, And in in the earlier years, that was 20%. It's really more, it was really getting more like 10% net profit. Mark and I had 95 staff at the peak of the lockdown. That's um, including our letting agency, which has about 14 staff. Um, And... You know, there was a decent amount of work involved in that. Um, I had periods where I wasn't really working much. I was travelling the world uh, with my son. My son played in the under five, under six world championships when he was five and six, under six British championships when he was five and six, the European championships under sevens when he was six and seven. And for many months, I travelled the world and didn't really spend much time in the office at all. Now, I'm going to give you some strategies and tactics Uh, on how to achieve that, but also talk about how the lockdown has made it even, I I wouldn't say easier, but I'd say even more aligned and attuned to having um, online and multiple streams of income and residual income and passive income. So um, the first thing that you want to do to create um, online passive residual income is to have someone who manages your affairs. So whether that's an MD or a PA or a VA, 
Um, someone who can manage the work that you have to do means that you don't have to do that work. My collar down is annoying me. I normally put it up because of the sun. People think it's because I, try, I want to try and look cool. It's the sun on my neck. Um, so uh, I, you know, I have a PA, I have an MD, we have various different managers. And so they do work that I don't have to do um, because they're better at it or that's their job. Um, and so I can do the strategic stuff, the thinking, the vision, the ideation, the creativity, which... Whilst not 100% passive, I mean, nothing is 100% passive, although Slade would argue that with their Christmas number one, that's now 100% passive. But they had to write the song and create the song and master the song. You know, I know you know that, that's smart. But um, when you have outsourcers, admin and management, even though the work is being done, so the income is active... Your assets, i.e. your human assets, your soft capital, um, that becomes your leverage. And then you're able to have residual or passive or leveraged or online income stream or streams. Um, The next thing would be to create a remote working environment. So I'm currently doing this uh, live, which we're going through StreamYard here. And I'm actually doing a cheeky live out to one of my... Um, groups. Uh, I'm doing this in my living room. Um, Now, I never had to go to the office because I have a laptop and we have the cloud and we have a phone and that's all you need. Apps, cloud, some kind of device to get on the internet. Uh, And of course, you can't bake cakes doing that. Um, There's certain business models that don't lend themselves to that. But for sure, a training business, running a company, building an empire... Um, some kind of online business, e-commerce business, leveraging social media, that can all be done with a smartphone and Wi-Fi for sure. Now, um, there was a bit of a, a watershed moment for me in this because um, I went to the Cayman Islands, this must have been eight or nine years ago now, uh, and was hired by someone, Dave Ravenscroft is his name, to personally mentor him in property. And he flew me out to the Cayman Islands and we, we lived with him Um, in his villa mansion for a week. And, um, you know, he paid us uh, our going rate plus travel and expenses to to consult for him in the Cayman Islands. Um, And when we were there, I thought, hmm, you know, I could do this for a group of people rather than one. And so the Cayman legacy was born. And the next year we flew 10 people out and they paid us um, one of 10, 10 people around a big mastermind table in in a villa in Cayman. Um, And I remember sitting there in one of the um, sessions and Dave Ravenscroft, we brought him back as our guest mentor. um, And he said, Rob, you know, are are you like um, remote? You know, are you are you hands off in your business? And I was like, yeah, 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 pretty much. I mean, um, and he said, are you sure? And I went, well, yeah, you know, I've got my phone and all that. And he said, well, do you have an office? And I went, yeah. And he went, but do you have an office in your office? You know, somewhere you go where your computer is an office in your office. And I went, well, yeah, of course. And he went, well, then you're not truly remote and you're not truly residual and you're not truly passive. I was like, oh. And he said, you know, my office is the Cayman Islands or my boat or Thailand or wherever I travel because my companies are in um, Blackpool and um, I've got offices in Australia and America and uh, I have no office. So I have offices, but no office. Uh, And so my office is the internet connection. 
And so I realised that in my head, I thought I was, had multiple streams of income and I was leveraged and passive and remote and outsourced. But in reality, I wasn't because I couldn't do anything anywhere. And only when you can do anything anywhere are you then tr- uh, truly leveraged and passive. So we imme- I, when I flew back, I immediately went to my MD and I said, let's get rid of my office. Let's knock the walls down. Let's open planet up. And, you know, we can fit, you know, more staff in. I mean, it wasn't a huge office, but it was certainly took the, the, the space of quite a few staff and not just one. Um, but I never used it all that much, but it was there. But I was kind of tied to it. So to get rid of your office, obviously, you have to get yourself a laptop. You have to be able to work from home or a coffee shop. You have to have remote access to your folders, the drive. We have a G drive in the office. I have to be able to access everyone else's computer or the, you know, the, 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 um, the drive or the mainframe or whatever it is. You need to have all the apps set up. You need to be able to communicate with your staff through Zoom or um, Trello or whatever. Now, this was... If you think about it now with everyone on Zoom because of the lockdown, it's probably actually a bit easier for you to get your head around. But... A lot of people just couldn't really get their head around doing Zoom uh, and being remote. And like they they perceived that you have to be um, face to face in meetings. You have to be in the office. You don't. You absolutely don't. Now, if you want to start and build multiple streams of income and you want leveraged income, passive income, residual income, online income, you can start by never having an office and never buying one ever. In fact, a business friend of mine, very good friend and um, done 1.8 million profit in the last quarter. Um, he's got seven offices around the world uh, and he's uh, letting go of the leases on all of them by February. All the leases are gone. He'll have no offices. He'll have a central team in the Philippines. Um, he'll have a few staff in um, the UK and everybody else is going to be working remotely. Um, and he's going to be using you know, online re- real-time dashboards and um, software, you know, things like Salesforce or Twilo, um, you know, to be able to log in and see what his sales team are doing, his marketing team are doing, his real-time KPIs, etc. And if you've got real-time KPIs and all your metrics measured online and, you know, your outsourcers um, and, and the people doing the work for you, um, and you don't have to manage them per se, because you're far better off KPIs and metrics managing people than you have to manage them. You know, they've got their targets, they know what they have to do. If you've got those systems set up, then um, you're residual, you're remote, uh, and you're passive. Um, but like I said, you have to set to forget and you have to work hard enough not to have to work hard. So um, I'm, I'm currently going through a, a change in my structure and strategy, because whilst I have always been able to work remotely for the last seven years. I have. This, lap, this is actually laptop is seven years old. I don't like changing them. Um, this phone's a good few years old. I've got two phones. This one's you can see cracks all over it. Um, whilst I have been remote, most of my staff, if not all of them, haven't been. But if you think about this, let's say you want to get the best Google pay-per-click expert. Trying to recruit for the best Google pay-per-click expert in the world but recruiting for them in Peterborough because they've got to be in the office, that's not an impossible. But if you want to recruit for the best pay-per-click expert to, to have them in your team and they can work from home, then all of a sudden the globe is your, um, could be your stuff. So uh, it's a change of mindset where you hire globally and remotely and you manage globally and remotely and you use outsourcers and software and systems and tracking and KPIs. Um, so there's a difference between residual and passive. So passive is once the asset is set up, there is no active work involved. Um, residual is ongoing income. 
And, and I'd like you to know the difference because some people just immediately want passive and they want the baby and not the labour pains and they don't want to do any work. Well, yeah, there's some things I don't want to do the work in, but there's other things I love doing the work in. I love doing lives. I love doing live streams. I love doing content. I want to do my social media stuff. I want to do my podcasts. And, and even if you completely liberated me from all work, I'm still going to want to do those. So you could say that the income from my podcast is residual, not passive, because I'm still doing episodes. But then once I've done an episode and I've got a sponsor, you could argue that that episode creates passive income because that episode has already been done. But residual is ongoing um, and passive is once the asset is set, yes, it's ongoing, but there's no extra work involved. But if I had the opportunity to have one or the other or both, I'd have both. Uh, And if I could have residual income ongoing monthly, but there was still a bit of work involved, I wouldn't mind doing that if the income was good enough. But really what you're looking to do is create assets because... People aren't really that clear on what residual or passive or recurring income is. And you have to have an asset to create recurring residual or passive income. So um, now, by the way, I have have found out about 14 different residual or passive income sources. Uh, Let's not do e-commerce because that's already been covered on this um, online summit. But I want to hear from I want to try and you all get the 14 because there's about 14 of them that I know of. Um, hit me up in the comments. So, um, so someone has put here trading. Uh, now, in my view, trading is active, not passive. Um, now, some people say you can do an hour a day. That's still active. It's definitely not recurring um, because you've got to make new trades. Now, can it make money for the right people? Yeah. Can it lose money for the wrong people? Yeah. Can it lose money for the right people? Yeah. But um, I would say that that's not an asset. I would say that is you actively... Um, implementing a strategy or a tactic to make money, which is fine, by the way. I'm not, you know, I do public speaking and I get paid £10,000 for my um, 60 or 90 minute keynote speech. And I'll go and do that. And that's not um, passive. I'm not sending a hologram. I'm not, that's me. It's not a recording. It's me. So that's active income. But that's fine because I I will happily speak for 10 grand because I love speaking. uh, And I feel that that's a fair exchange. Um, But it's not an asset unless it's recorded and then the the recording is paid for. So royalties, this is one. So um, royalties usually come from intellectual property. So intellectual property might be um, a book. It might be an online course. Um, So that is definitely one type of income stream. I have written um, 15 or 16 books and I get um, five, sometimes six-figure checks regularly um, from my publisher. My last check was 35 grand um, for the revenue from I'm Worth More. So, you know, that book was active. It was an asset. For me, every book is an asset. Um, And and that certainly wasn't passive to start with because writing a book is a labour of love. You know, it can take months or years. But once that book is live and published um, and uh, excluding any promotion you might do, because I do promotion of my book, uh, then the income is all recurring and passive. And by the way, usually when I launch a new book, sales of my existing books go up. Um, And yeah, I'll promote them and launch them. But once they're promoted and launched, you know, I just get the residual income, the checks coming in um, regularly or they don't really pay by check anymore. But you know what I mean? Um, So definitely uh, IP is one of them. Now, IP comes in many forms, book income, online course income. Uh, So uh, franchising, I'd say, is a separate income stream. So a franchise is where you create um, some kind of business model. Um, some kind of asset, uh, usually with good training and systems and processes. Um, And then you get a capital lump for it. And then you get a share of ongoing income that the franchisee earns. 
So that's another example. Um, Jennifer has said here, podcast. So I would, in, I would regard podcasts as intellectual property. That's definitely uh, an income stream if you run ads or if you have a sponsor, etc. cetera. Um, buy to let. So property is definitely uh, an income stream. Uh, and it's definitely an asset. Uh, therefore, it definitely can create residual income once the tenant is in and the property is let out then that is residual or recurring or even passive. It can be passive for a year and then you can lose a tenant and have to do a refurb and it's active for two months and then it can become recurring and passive all over again. A licence, that's another form of uh, recurring or passive or residual income and an asset. A licence is something you've created and then you licence it out to licence ease. So there are some examples Um, Now, it's assets that create passive income, nothing else. A song, Slade, they wrote that Christmas number one, really famous. It's Christmas! Yeah, not a very good impression, but that one. That is an asset. Um, Now, uh, you will never create passive income, residual income, from non-assets. So uh, an asset is something that has a capital value that creates uh, an ongoing income stream. Uh, and the difference between an asset and a non-asset is you don't have to continually exchange the time on repeat for the money. So a job um, or consultancy, no matter how well paid, they are non-assets because you have to exchange the time for the money. And then once you've exchanged the unit of time for the money, you have to exchange that same unit of time again for that same amount of money again. So that can become a bit of a never-ending cycle. You know, or you have to um, work continually for the rest of your life you won't you won't have the ability to scale or step back or semi-retire or um, just have more autonomy of your time of course um, e-commerce that is an asset if you've got an online shop whether that's on amazon or um, shopify or wherever ebay uh, and you know you've got lots of products in that shop and you've got a fairly automated way of listing those products. Maybe um, you white label products so you don't even have to create them yourself. And maybe you outsource the shipping, you do drop shipping so they're stored in warehouses. Um, And then maybe you've got a VA or someone who does the marketing for you to get the traffic to your shop. Then all of a sudden, what are you doing? Strategy, maybe you're picking the the really good products because you've got the nose for it. Your vision, where you're going to go. Um, now, for me, strategy and vision and creativity and innovation, that, that, for me, that's not work. That's fun. I love to do that. And I would do that even if work weren't a thing. Try and figure out the solutions to, to grow as an entrepreneur, to get more podcast listeners, to, sell, to get more traffic to our e-com sites. I have a lot of e-com sites, you know, to sell more books, to build a bigger brand, to sell more training um, courses, to, to build a bigger portfolio. And, and you know what? For me, the hard work is the thinking. Now, previously we were raised and we were taught the hard work was to sweat. Um, uh, You know, even to the point where one of my mentors used to say, sweat beats regret. Yes, it does, but leverage beats sweat. Um, And so, you know, the thought process is, who can I get to do this? Who's better at me than this? What systems can I use? What processes? What automation? What apps? What outsourcing? What VAs? What leverage? What assets are already there? I mean, you could even buy into a franchise and then have someone manage that franchise for you. And then you didn't even have to create the IP of the franchise, so you leveraged that. And then you didn't even have to manage it because you put a manager in and you leveraged that. 
online courses. They're a great example of passive residual income. I've just finished one called the podcast um, Fast Start Online Masterclass. Podcast Fast Start Online Masterclass. So I literally, uh, yesterday, what, two days ago, I finished the live course. So it was about 12 hours of content. Now, if I had to do 12 hours of content every week, I wouldn't do it. You'd, you'd have to pay me a million pound a week for that to be worth my time um, because of my time value, but also because of my monotony of having to do that over and over. I wouldn't necessarily enjoy that. Um, however, uh, I've done the first one live and we had our first run, our intake of live students and they get the benefit of being live. We recorded every module. It will get professionally edited uh, and then um, all the, the new people that come through the um, podcast Fast Start Online Masterclass, um, they will be watching a recorded version. And therefore, that's an asset because I won't have to deliver that course ever again. But that course could be delivered for, for years to come. Um, and then for me to, to get people to join that course, I could have a, a video that uh, commercializes it. I could do a video that explains the podcast Fast Start online masterclass and the benefits and the features and the bonuses and you know why it's relevant to people and why they need it and you know a bit of a special offer i record that once and then that video then we generate traffic to that video and then that video converts people to the online course um, and that's that can all be automated you can run automated webinars you can uh, run lead generation through um, you know marketing campaigns leveraging social media uh, etc so uh, course automation a great way um, of creating residual income. Uh, another way is uh, things like podcast episodes and YouTube videos, because once they're done once, they're an asset. Um, I've got podcast and YouTube videos that have got 600 or 700,000 views or downloads. Uh, and that was once, if that, whether that has one download or 10 million downloads, it was the same amount of time to create it. So if there's ad rolls on there, or if there's tra we drive traffic from those um, you know, podcasts and YouTube channels to various pages of ours and then various online courses, etc., then again, that all becomes automated. So if you want residual and passive income, you need to create automation, i.e. set and forget, i.e. do once and repeat the process over and over and over and over and over and over again. Um, if you build a following, that can create passive residual income. If you have a good following and then they cascade down, cascade down and buy your books and buy your courses and hire you as a mentor and go on your masterminds and buy your products online and, you know, they follow you in your e-commerce e shops, etc. They share your work. Uh, then obviously their following and their sharing of your work becomes passive um, or recurring. Uh, and that's something that you can leverage. So a following is an asset. Well, we must be on about six or seven different assets now. I said there are 14. But, you know, a following, a subscriber base, I reckon minimum, a, a, a general, fairly cold subscriber should be worth at least £1 per subscriber per year, at least. Um, so if you have 100,000 subscribers, that might be £100,000 a year in revenue you create. By the way, if you had £100,000, you should be able to generate a million pounds a year business for sure. Um, cool. All right. So that's a little bit of information and help about creating online income streams, leveraged income streams, remote income streams. Um, what you want to remove is duplication. So if you're doing a task and you have to do it again, 
and again and again. That's why you need to think, I need to remove that. How can I do it once and set it up? How can I record it? How can I automate it? How can I create a process that someone else can implement? If I'm selling on the phone, how can I create a script? Then train someone else on that script so then they can do the selling on the phone. If I'm exchanging my time for money, how can I automate that process so I don't have to do that again and again and again? Who can I train up to do the work that I was doing so I don't have to do the work anymore so they can do the work so then I don't, you know, so then I'm leveraged. Leveraged and passive and residual income doesn't have to be fully, it just has to be you. If you're not doing the work, you're not exchanging the time for money and you're doing the leverage, then that's leveraged and passive and recurring to you. The next thing then is to make sure that your assets are evergreen. Why I love property is if I buy a property today, I could own that when I'm 90 years old and I could have that for the next 49 years. Because that a property, as long as it's not 550,000 years old, in 40 or 50 years, or maybe a new build, because they, they're, they're a bit dodgy um, sometimes. Uh, but essentially, I want an asset to last for years and years and years and years and years and years. The longer an asset lasts, um, the more uh, residual ongoing income I've got. If, you know, but if I have to refresh that asset every month or every week, it's not an asset, really. Whereas, so for, for example, when I do a podcast or a live feed or a live stream like this, I'm always thinking, how can I repurpose the content? Um, can I make the content evergreen so it doesn't go out of date in a month or a year? So right now, as we're speaking, I'm living this on the multiple streams of online income event. It's being recorded and I'm also living it just to one of my um, groups. Uh, they'll both be recorded. Now, I haven't said anything about dates and times. I may have said lockdown, but you know that's okay for at least a year or two, surely. And if I'm not happy with that, I can go to one of my editing team, Tom, Ben, Harry, Aaron, and I can say, I'll just, take, just edit out the bit about the lockdown. They're like, cool. Uh, and then that could be a podcast, a YouTube video. It could be you know, a piece of online content that people pay for. I could put, load it up on iTunes and charge $9.99 for it. I could put it in a membership site and give, have a, you know, um, £30 a month. Or I could put it in Patreon and have £20 a month. Or I could put it on supporters and it'd be £5 a month. So I can repurpose that content over and over and that content becomes an asset. Whereas if I talk about um, what the governor of the Bank of England is talking about interest rates today or what Boris Johnson said in his most recent updated speech, well, in a week or a month, that's going out of date. So all the assets that you create, ideally, you want them to have as long shelf life as possible. Um, Otherwise, they decay and they don't become recurring residual or have much of a lifetime value. So I'm going to put my my time into something. Someone else, if I'm going to be a guest on someone else's podcast, if I'm going to do a live stream or, um, you know, some kind of event, a public speech, etc., then I'm going to make sure that that thing can last for a very long time. If I'm going to write a book... I'm going to make sure that that book will last for years and not weeks or months. So I wrote Life Leverage a good few years ago. Um, that book is actually more relevant now because of the lockdown than it was um, before the lockdown. So it's matured like a fine wine or a fine cheese um, because I wrote it to not go out of date and be an asset for many years to come. Hey, Bubba, I'm just doing a live stream. Do you need me? Come in. Yeah, come on then. Come on in, Bubs. My kids are just going to... Um, Jump in on the live. I better hold this tight. So I'm doing two lives here, one there and one there. Do you want to jump in? All right, I'm talking about multiple streams of income. Do you like money? Yeah. Yeah? Do you like money, Bobs? I've been learning about money. Not as much as playing games. I learned about money today. You did? What coins did you learn about? Well, lots of coins. Yeah. All the ones except for... She doesn't know a Kruger Rand yet, does she? But she was doing one piece, two piece, five piece, ten piece, twenty piece, fifty piece, one pounds, two pounds. And five pound notes. Ah, oh, we're doing notes as well. Look, we're live on this one as well, look. Do you want to go on on that one? 
Look and again. If you look, there's the lens on that one. There you go. Has there ever and been, there's the lens on that one. Has there ever been a five pound coin? Yeah, there has. You can buy a five pound coin. Yeah. All right, I've only got seven minutes left, so can I carry on with my content? You can sit in if you want. And I just talk to the people. I don't want to go to the golf. Uh, but Bobby and I are going to the golf for the first time in ages. He's, he's a bit out of... No, don't press finish. Um, anyway, I've got to finish this. So the next part of this formula is to create multiple streams of online income oh. or leveraged income. So if you've got more than one product in your e-commerce site, then you have multiple streams of online income. If you've got multiple properties, you have multiple streams of income. Up on my phone. <laughs> Just stop the phone. That's funny. Uh, if you've got different business models, you've got multiple streams of, of online income. Now, here's the trick with multiple streams of income, and this is really important. What a lot of people do is they try and do them all at once. Uh, and they, try, they get really excited and they go, I'm going to set up five streams from day one. Um, that's like trying to dig f down in five oil wells. Um, that's trying to plant five trees. Um, and and not, you know, you don't really, you're not that able to focus on one. So what you should do is the following, I believe. You should pick three income streams. Um, so that could be e-commerce, social media and podcasting. That could be property, e-commerce and um, your online courses, etc. We're going to have to leave now. Okay, bye. Have a good day. We will. Do you want to be pushed up or pulled down? Come on, Bumper. Go on, Let's pull it. One sec. Sorry. <laughs> Honestly, I'm live streaming out to loads of people here. <laughs> you crazies. You're, you're a bummer. Go on. I just wanted to do that to ruin your live stream. Oh, thanks, mate. Thanks for ruining my live stream. All right. So uh, start with three income streams and use my 70-20-10 model. So my 70-20-10 model is 70% uh, of your... Whoa, wait a minute. Someone said, why are you not fixing your teeth if you have that much money? Because I like my teeth. No, they're not straight, but they're my teeth and I like them. And no one's ever trolled me like that before. Um, yeah, I, I, have, I have no desire to fix my teeth, but um, thanks for asking, mate. Um, all right, cool. Uh, right. So let's, when I started investing and creating assets and passive recurring residual income, I started with property. And of course, you get the properties rented out, they, then they become recurring or passive. And I was doing that 100% of my time. Then I built a training business and I had to divide my time. So I divided my time 50-50 between property and training. But then my business partner said to me, well, I don't think you can divide your time equally between them because uh, they, they don't have the same value. Like, we're making more money in property than we are in training, so why would you put 50% of your time into training if we're making more money in property? I was like, good point. So I did 70% of my time in property and 30% of my time in training, which was a newer business model to me. Uh, in the years carrying, I mean, we're at 15, 20 million pound a year training business now. Uh, and like I said, we had 95 staff before the lockdown and I work from home. And um, so that's leveraged, although I'm still involved in strategy. I had a planning meeting for an hour yesterday morning and um, stuff like that. Um, so as uh, the training business grew, I would train trainers, I would get uh, staff in, I'd create systems and automation. And now in the lockdown, creating online courses. And then I could step back from that. So now I've got property, um, which is passive. And so it was 100% of my time. And then it was 50% of my time. Then it was 70% of my time. And then it was none of my time because it was leveraged because I have a letting agency and a lettings manager that manages all of our properties. 
So then I can now take um, the training business and do that. I went from 50% to 30% to 100%. So I've got one passive residual income stream property and then I've got one active income stream. Then I train trainers and create online courses and, and hire up staff. And now over you know, a year or two or three, then that income becomes passive. So now my training business is passive and residual. My property business is passive and re- residual. So now I can start writing books. And I went and wrote a book and another book and another book and another book. And now I have 15 odd books. And now they're all. So let's just count the books as one income stream because I can't really count them as 15, even though they are separate. So now we've got property portfolio, property training business, books, three income streams, all now leveraged. Had to set to forget, had to work hard enough not to have to work hard, but then they're done. Um, and then a letting agency. So the, uh, the letting agency was, you know, building up our property portfolio um, and it was... Um, managing the properties and managing the tenants, etc. Um, and then the letting agency becomes a, a thing in its own right. It manages 850-odd properties. It makes a good few hundred grand a year in net-net profit. Um, I'm back. Oh, hello. So then the letting agency, now it's got 14 or 15 uh, staff. Bye-bye. Bye. Now the letting agency becomes um, passive. So that's four income streams. And then you just repeat the bread. Then we, we built a business training company, Progressive Success, and that does public speaking courses and business courses and social media courses, etc. Um, and then, you know, once you've got trainers in that and you replicate the model from your property training business, then you've got five income streams. Then there's, ad, then there's our podcast and our ad and our sponsorship revenue. Then there's my supporter program. Then there's the stars program. Um, then there's collaborations and, and joint ventures and you, then the commercial property and then licenses and franchises. So, uh, by, by the way, I've, I've been told that the teeth comment wasn't directed at me. Even if it wasn't, it's not really a very nice comment. Yes, I've got to go, haven't I? Yeah. yeah. All right. I'm just about done anyway. Um, so what you do is you start with three income streams. You spend your time 70% on your main one, 20% on your second one, 10% on your third one. You think systems, leverage, outsourcing, processes, people. Who can I get to do this for me? Who can I manage this for me? Rather than I've got to do it or hustling. Remember, if sweat beats regret, well, leverage beats sweat. Um, and then once your main 70% income stream has become systemized and processed, and by the way, it's possible, and if you haven't got it, got that, it's just because you haven't created those processes and those systems. It's because you haven't got automation. You haven't had the time to build your dashboard and your online sales navigator and use the right apps and use Trello and use Evernote. You just, it's possible. When people say they don't know how, uh, sorry, when people say you can't, they usually mean they don't know how. Oh, there's no such thing as passive income. Yes, there is. They just don't know how. Oh, you can't create residual passive income. Yes, you can. You just don't know how. Uh, so the systems, the processes, the automation, the remote management, the leverage, and the outsourcing, that all creates um, the uh, asset that's then set and managed. Now, I know people who um, have property portfolios at the other end of the country. And they have good relationships with letting agents. And that's fully managed and fully passive. So um, systems and processes and software and automation and apps... Uh, they're all going to help you become more leveraged, more passive, more residual. And they're going to help you create multiple streams of income that you can manage from your phone or your laptop. Um, remember, you've got to track the KPIs and manage the metrics because the, the good KPIs and the metrics manage the people. You know, all the targets of quotas of whether it's sales calls or um, cost per lead or um, the amount of followers or database or subscriber members that you're trying to grow or number of units sold or units sold per unit of time. Like you look at to use sell 10 units per hour in your e-commerce business, etc. Um, and that 
if you manage people, then you're active. If you manage process and uh, metrics and KPIs, then you're passive. So I hope you found that useful. I've wrote a book. I've, wrote, I've written a book called Life Leverage, which actually is probably more relevant now than when it launched because of the lockdown. I think the lockdown gives you the greatest opportunity ever to be remote, to be leveraged, to create multiple streams of online income because you have to do online businesses now while you can't do face-to-face businesses. My business faced to lose six million in revenue in the 90 days of the lockdown when we had to cancel 300 events. And in seven weeks, we've done one, just about 1.5 million pounds um, in um, online revenue. Um, and you know, whilst it hasn't always been easy, we have now created seven or eight online courses um, and we have all of these as assets and we can sell these all over the world now. And I could sell one a day or a hundred a day or a thousand a day or a million a day. Whereas when I was doing physical courses in Peterborough, I could sell 40 people on that course max once a week. So I was res- restricted to 40 people buying a two grand course once a week. Now I could potentially have a million people buy a 1,000 or a 1,500 or a two grand course every day. Of course, you know, those numbers are big, but I could sell one a day, 10 a day, 100 a day. I could do 40 classroom in a mastermind every single day, not, um, you know, once a week or once a month like we were restricted to before. So leverage this lockdown. Let's leverage the lockdown. Get my book, Life Leverage. You can find that on um, Amazon or Audible. Um, And make sure you invest in the programs that you've been offered because they're leveraged, they're outsourced, they're systemized, they're online. We teach stuff that works online. So a lot of people out there now teaching stuff that's going to work once the lockdown is over. We're not. We're teaching stuff that works now in the lockdown. In fact, works better in the lockdown. Online courses work better in the lockdown. Um, And um, e-commerce works better in the lockdown. Doing podcasts and building your personal brand and your social media works better in the lockdown. Hope you found that useful, everyone. You're all legends. If you want a shout out for your business, your brand, your podcast, please hit me up with 500 stars. Um, please share this if you thought it was useful. And um, I wonder if we can bring Jamie um, back in. I think, Jamie, you're carrying on the content after me. So let me know. I'll sign out on the live now. And remember, if you don't risk anything, you risk everything. Mwah. You know, I don't think I've ever seen your beard that thick, mate. It's looking epic. Lockdown beard, lockdown content. (laughs) 